So how was your weekend, Rachel? And everybody tuning in, how was your weekend? Yeah, it's been busy, really, really busy. And I suppose partly just because like the energies are coming in so strong at the moment. So I actually spent not a huge amount of time, but, you know, a amount of time, an amount of time doing work this weekend because I was just so inspired. And if I don't do it, when that inspiration comes mm-hmm. through, it tends to go flat. So um, there was that. And there's, yeah, Benji's gone back to school. Wow. <sighs> How's, is, when did he start back? Today or last week? He started he started last Thursday. They weren't ready Wednesday. And then Thursday night he threw up. Oh <laughs> so he, didn't, he didn't go. He didn't go Friday. His energies are really, really intense right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was about because he was fine. All the, you know, he was home all the next day and he was fine. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, things are really People are wondering about what's happening mm-hmm. in Denmark because not so many people have had the virus, we don't think. And we'll find out in That's three wonderful. or four weeks. We'll, we'll really know okay. how things are going because maybe the kids are going back to school and then a lot of us are suddenly going to get ill. We, you know, we don't know. So, you know, all the time we were like locked down. I was a lot more happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anxiety levels have gone up a lot now. Yeah yeah so like using all my all my anxiety reducing tools so um that's one of the things I wanted to talk about actually that's wonderful all the things I just I don't know if other people are finding this as well but I have never done so much meditation yoga Mm -hmm. EFT it's like I'm suddenly doing all those things that I always meant to isn't that interesting (laughs) I mean I do I I do do these things it's hard when we don't it's hard when we don't have the time you know time time management versus priority management um in a world that is hustle bustle go 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 Uh, and I really think that's what's happening with you know on a on a big picture perspective this whole coronavirus really happening to slow us down to teach us, as we talked about before, to come back to one and really begin yeah. to um, come back to Mother Earth, too. So not only to self, but to Earth. So yeah, that's happening. Yeah. I mean, for, for me personally, things haven't slowed down because I've had, you know, Benji home, me and Thomas. I've had my husband working from home. He's a university lecturer. He's been teaching classes online and supervising students. We've had our special needs son at home with us for five weeks. So things have actually speeded up for me because I've been trying to deal with everything and Benji makes it and really all at difficult. the same time. And I think that's why I've been doing the yoga. But I, well, it's not just that. It's not just that. It's that. And because, you know, these things help you stay balanced, mm-hmm. don't they? they do. It's just the light that's coming in. It's the incredible amount of light that's coming in. I just feel like somehow like a switch has gone on somewhere and and I don't know if other people are feeling this because I'm sure it's not just me I mean it could just be coincidence but I feel like I've suddenly become aligned Mm -hmm. in some way and yeah 
I, I feel it as well. And I was talking about it. Um, I don't remember when, maybe a couple of weeks ago on my moon day video, it came up and I felt like it was, I was seeing like all of these um, little lights within all of us just suddenly start turning on. And I heard coming online and I really felt like that was us being um, aligned or tuned into the new earth template. That's really, it's like, everybody's like, ping, 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 ping. Everybody's little lights are coming on, you know. Um, but to touch on really quickly what you just said as a mother, you know, this is supposed to be time for us to slow, slow it down, you know, but it is difficult because you find people like yourself. Uh, one of my other partners, Lindsay, she is, um, you know, she works from home as a teacher right now. And also she's got a special needs son. Uh, and she's also got a young, a younger son and a puppy and her husband home. And it makes, how do you slow down? And a conversation that we actually had was she was trying to find the rhythm and the balance between work life and play she was just finding that balance and I think the more challenging it becomes the more the necessity to find the balance it's almost like you're being pushed through um what is it that my beautiful friend Jillian is always reminding me about the pressure the diamond forms under pressure so it's like the more they turn up the heat on you it's more the alchemy that's necessary to push you into this way, you know? So it does make it difficult. And I completely understand that. But then it's so it's just, okay, how do I, how do I find this time and pull away from this a little bit and take that time for me to just go do my yoga for 15 minutes, if that's all you get, you know? I really, I really, really love that, Jamie. So like, we're turning into diamonds. And we're, we're going ping, 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 <laughs> ping into the new. I mean, that, that really works. That really works for me. I can really see that. And, see that going and on. And while we're supposed to be calming down, what's happening is, and it's one eleven right now. I'm just going to point that out. I'm very big with the whole, you know that about me, the numbers um, and how everything aligns. Numbers to me are also like triggers, confirmations, activations, and so 111, you have those, one is all about new beginnings and rebirth. And then you have it by the power of three, which is the number of creation, the Trinity. And so the creational process is not easy. You know, think about women who are, um, you know, they're pregnant, you know, they become uh, containers for creation. And that nine months is, is, a, is a very trying period, you know, and then labor and you know the birth process is beautiful but think about the pain that is endured just to bring forth creation so I feel really like it's all about us they turn up the heat and I say they I mean like you know the divine you know those powers that be the universe um, turns up the heat to really push us harder to it's like the life lessons you know we talk about life lessons when you choose your you choose your path or your contracts before you incarnate, you get these, um, okay, so what's your, this is how I imagine in my head. I'm not saying this is accurate. Um, you get this life lesson. Okay. Well, what is your, what's your life lesson that you want to learn here? Well, when I'm going in this time, I want to learn self-love. Okay. So we're going to stick you in every single possible situation that challenges your ability to love yourself. And so it's difficult, you know, so I feel like that's why it is 
feeling so difficult right now because we're really in that push you out of your comfort zone, breaking limitations, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. There's a room called Nowd. It sort of looks like a line going down with a, like a slash across it. And that's the need rune. And it is exactly like what you're talking about. I see that rune in my mind a lot. And I, yeah, it's, it's connected to the norns as well. So that, that could also be why, but yeah, I, I I have a, a friend who's on the same like Nordic shamanism course as me. And we, we do sessions with each other over Skype. And and we did one for the beginning of the year, I think in January. And that was, we pulled one, we did like a, we, something called a soul map reading. And then we pulled a rune like for the year ahead. And I pulled now. Wow. And I thought, but now the year has gone on. I've realized that that's more of a collective, more of a collective thing because it sort of has, but it has lots of meanings. But one of them is, um what's it necessity is the mother of invention mm. <laughs> oh, I like that which is sort of what you're saying isn't it it's like when you have to it sort of you have to yeah you have to pull all this stuff out of mm-hmm. yourself like yeah when when, when the SHIT <laughs> has hit the fan <laughs> exactly exactly I love that you shared that. Thank you. Because I see, I think I've told you this before. I, when I meditate and connect, I see runes. Um, And I don't have a lot of, um, at least in this lifetime, um, like I work with them, but when I'm called to, it's not all the time. And there's definitely so much more I need to learn about that. But I see runes and bind runes or bind runes specifically a lot. And so that is one I've always just associated with like a meridian or something because I didn't understand why solid all the time but so thank you for sharing that with me yeah oh you're welcome I've been doing some workshops recently learning how to make bind runes and rune sigils against COVID-19 oh that's perfect Ooh, yeah. you're definitely yeah. share when you got yeah. all that done yeah I'm gonna well I'm gonna start so my page I've got ascension runes I started it not that long ago and I've got put up uh, put up a little post tonight so you know I have these periods where I'm working a lot and then I have periods where I can stop and I can study a bit or I just have periods where I just like I've got to read some books now yeah there goes (laughs) our balance right work a little bit play a little bit me a little bit you know yeah so I was reading one today and it's quite it's quite it's quite a sort of a studious book and I was reading this bit and he he's this guy um, what's his name? Thomas Carlson. He's writing about two um, like runologists. One was born in 1800 and something and the other one was born in 1500 and something. <laughs> so both Swedish. And he's writing and he's writing all this stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, this is great. I get really excited when I'm reading these books. And then he says, he says, there was this big like Nordic revival, like old Norse revival in Sweden, sort of in the 1600s. And someone wrote this book called Atlantica. Mm. And it was, it was about Sweden's connection to Atlantis. Wow. And they were talking about, you know, not just him, there was a whole thing about 
the runes came from Atlantis. Wow. And I was just like, because when he said this about Atlantis, I was like, I'm a bit surprised. I didn't expect to find it in a book mm-hmm. like this. You know what I mean? Because it's sort of a bit of a new age thing, we think, sort of mm-hmm. Atlantis. And then I was reading on and he's quoting these scholars from, you know, 1500s. And he's like, yeah, because that's that's what I love about the runes. It's like they're so ancient. You can feel the power. That's a lot them. like they look yeah. a lot like light language you know when you see but there's many there's many versions and interpretations of light language depending you know um the very that's very unique but it does look like when you look when you look at it it just but it looks like a I don't know if I want to say more masculine more masculine version of the light language it does oh yeah yeah, I think I think I think that's the thing with runes is like it has been heavily sort of a masculine sort of not just because men are doing it, but the way it's been taught. Whereas the way I've been taught to do it, and this is what I want to start doing with ascension runes, is you you learn to work them in, in a much more feminine way. And that's what we need to do because I could never get it through learning and learning and learning and learning like all the things that they mean because my brain doesn't retain information like that it just won't it goes in one ear and it falls out the other um so that's what I'm going to start doing I'm going to start doing one room a week and yeah just doing like a 20 minute class or something well it depends how long I talk for well that's that's yeah oh I like that yeah, and I love yeah. the runes. Yeah. Oh, we have yeah. a couple more people that popped in and joined us as well. So welcome, everybody. Oh, I'm glad you can see that because I'm not getting it up. I don't know. Yeah, we just well, uh, people saying hello. Um, Catherine and Dawn and LB, welcome. Thank you for being here. Hello. Yeah, we don't want anybody to think that we're <laughs> ignoring them. Uh, it's, just, it's not very easy to see the comments, but we are doing our best. And I've made this into a podcast as well. So after each show, I'm loading it up to like a podcast. So if you want to listen to us while you're out running. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> right, well. So <laughs> the energies this week. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think I'm, have we maybe talked about this before? I don't know if we did the, uh, the Schumann resonance. You heard of that familiar with that so it is it's a bit of a theory is a theory based on scientific information um the schumann resonance is based on the understanding of earth's uh vibrational magnetic field or electromagnetic field and i think that it ordinarily <laughs> vibrate at about uh like i think it was like seven hertz or something like that if you will and i'm gonna be a little off here with my numbers um but as above so below you know as within so without we've got that macrocosm microcosm there um that everything is connected and so when earth's electromagnetic field it kind of spikes in frequency you know the the frequency rises um there's something that is now being understood as the schumann resonance and I'm not exactly sure why they call it that Um, but this resonance means that uh, we begin to feel ascension symptoms um, physically 
mostly physically, especially because it's earth. Um, but also it can be felt mentally. It can be felt emotionally. You know, we can feel very tired. Um, but usually when it's almost like a dead ringer, when you start feeling all of a sudden out of whack, especially if you start noticing your children, small children, especially sensitive children are all of a sudden like ping ponging off the walls or they're very frustrated, having meltdowns, animals specifically acting very unusual. I've noticed not wanting to eat. I've noticed um, vomiting with the dogs, like out of even my cats um, for really no real, no real reason. Sure enough, the earth's magnetic frequency has, or the Schumann resonance has jumped. And it's ordinarily, I said like something about seven, we've been gradually increasing and weeks and weeks ago, I spoke about it and it was at like 60 or 70. And that was like the highest that had ever, it was like record breaking or something. It's up to 112 right now Hertz. So it's probably the highest, at least that since I've been following it and, and many people have been um, starting to record this, this is probably, it's, it's very, very high. <laughs> I think it's unusually high. So what, what affects it? Well, I have read about this, but in to, do, to do with something else, and I can't think what it is, but what, what makes it go up? I mean, down? I don't know the, I don't, I don't know the scientific, um, but just intuitively and how I see it, I feel like when we are, when earth is receiving, um, I think I know what it is. It's background static from space. Mm. So I was looking for a channeling that I did the other day. I did it on Sunday. Thomas and Benji went out for a while. I was like, quick, don't, I don't get that much time on my own now. Quick, do some channeling. And I was looking for it and it's gone. I've got a new computer oh, and it's, no. I don't know if it's Windows 10, but I don't know quite how to use it yet. And, and it's managed to get deleted. But one of the things that Sarah was saying was that at the moment, and I was going to ask this because I was wondering if anybody's read anything like this. At the moment, we're passing through. You know, we go, we go through like different clouds and things in space. The galaxies, <laughs> like things. We're going through this, like she called it like an enlightenment cloud, where the, the energies that we're going through are making it possible for us to like connect up to like our light bodies. I mean, when she talks about it to me, she, she talks about integrating the higher self and the, the lower self, but you know, it's the same thing like with the light bodies. And she said that this is one of the most special times like in a millennia and that it will be like burned into our souls. So, and I'm getting like that diamond thing, you know, we're talking about that diamond thing. So that even in like future lifetimes, we'll be able to like access this incredible like diamond quality. And it means that no matter how dark things are around us, we'll always be able to find the light. And I was like, Ooh. yeah, that's, 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 that's it. Exactly. Um, you know, like I said, how I see it is um, we are getting these, uh, energetic upgrades, if that's the best way that I can explain them. And so Mother Earth is, is, is really ascending. She's rising in frequency as well. And so we have these um, like beams of energy coming through. You called it background static from outer space. But yeah, so it's like, to me, I see it as like, um, there are all of these 
portal points or entry points where, you know, like Stonehenge and all these sacred points that are all over the world that are uh, getting kind of like energy beamed down into them. And so Mother Earth is starting to rise up. And you're exactly right. Why it's why she is rising up is for us to embody those higher the higher templates or the higher light grids and matrices and us as well along with that. So when you, when that shift happens, humans are affected. It's funny cause I, I was talking about it and I accidentally called it the human resonance today instead of the Schumann resonance this morning. And I thought that's, that's one of those like Freudian <laughs> slips because humans yeah, are yeah, impacted yeah. by it energetically and it can make not just physical symptoms. Like um, some people might experience upset stomachs, um, some people might experience headaches, um, just feeling like I get lots of rushes of heat, it feels like. And I can tell then when energy is coming in high, because I'll get all this heat flooding like to my face, um, which is, you know, up here through your higher chakras. But, yeah, but you'll notice yeah, like yeah. the kids might start being um, very overexcited, having meltdowns. You know, my my puppy Aura today was or not today, this whole weekend was very, or she was very, um, off the wall, unusually. And my (laughs) friend's dog, uh, vomiting and, uh, just not, you know, feeling itself. And I noticed that the last time it spiked, all of my animals were not eating well and started having upset stomachs. So it just makes, it adds to the, to the chaos, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get the feeling, though, that this is upgrading us so that we get to a point where ascension symptoms and that aren't going to aren't going to affect us in the same way, because I feel like we're like downloading a new energetic matrix that means we are mm-hmm. equipped better so that we're actually going to be able to sort of manage all these things coming in. I did this channeling last year, like a prediction thing. And Sarah, and I read it the other day and I put it on the um, Sarah Facebook page. And because I was like, God, this reads really differently. Now the coronavirus thing has happened and we're experiencing what we're experiencing. And she said something like, you know, there is a light coming over the earth. And for the first few months of the year, you're going to wonder if you're really seeing that light because it's like you're coming out of the night. But it is, it's there and it's, you know, as you go into the year, it's going to get brighter and brighter. And, and I get this feeling like, because that's what it's like. If I, if I like look like clairvoyantly and the energy on the earth, it's like there's this dawn happening. There's so much more light there than there's ever, ever been. And it's quite bizarre to experience that in the middle mm-hmm. of, you know, what's mm-hmm. going on everywhere in the field and, and all the rest of it. But but, but there it is. And it's like, yeah, wow. Yeah, there's, okay. It's, it's, it's pretty intense, you know, but you're right. It's, I think you hit the nail on the head. You said a little bit ago about like that, you know, kind of like that bridge that um, is, it's, it's almost like, I don't know if you said that or if I heard that intuitively, I'm sorry. I like this uh, bridge about us, you know, going from one state to the next. You think in terms of the yeah, jump, yeah. the massive jump that really needed to occur to get us even to that point. Um, so I feel like that's what's happening yeah. right now is the bridge is really being built and we are being connected or turned on. And that's how we'll be able to 
I guess, contain or embody even more, even more light than before. Yeah, I think so. I think so. On some levels, it will feel easier inside us, but I think it will take a lot of time to adjust to it. Like, like right now, I really have trouble sleeping at night for two reasons one is you know anxiety about like you know like Benji's gone back to school and you know how much coronavirus is still out there considering very few Mm -hmm. people have been ill and all that kind of thing and then the other thing is I'm just really excited (laughs) and those two things is like doesn't make for like getting to sleep that easily sometimes so um I've been yeah using all my my calming techniques but Sarah gave me a new one the other day. I don't know if you've seen it yet because it's to do with a spiral. Have you seen it? I did not get to look at it yet. So I. (laughs) Oh, it's really great. It's really great. You draw a spiral on a piece of paper and then she she shows you how to bless it. She blesses it for you. And then you go around it with your finger and she takes the anxiety out of you. Oh, that is beautiful. mm. I like that because, you know, um, I'm an energy healer and and some of the work that I do, I'm given symbols to work with in people's light bodies and in their energy field. Spiral is actually one of them that I use to uh, bring in to bring in energy and depending sometimes to take out what's not supposed to be there. Um, so spiral is really powerful, especially, um, it's, so it's like the energy. So when she's, she's showing us to use that in order to help bring in that calming energy, I feel like it's an activation tool or key that's being used to actually bring in some more harmonious energy or light even. That's really interesting fascinating yeah exactly love that exactly yeah 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 and I did that because someone wrote to me and said does the violet Sarah's violet flame work well with anxiety and stuff like that and there's been a lot I think we were talking about it as well the violet Mm -hmm. and the green And and I asked her I went and sat on my spiral over the road and I asked her for that and that's what she 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 takes away the anxiety with the violet flame and then the green comes through as like new life and new shoots for you to like have a fresh. So the energy gets returned to is this like new life yeah. force. And it's like, oh, that's oh. Good. my ear just rang when you said that as well. So that's beautiful. Yeah, I, 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 I have always seen her come in with that green. And it's it's a hard to explain green because it's not green green. It's like sometimes it's it's imbued with like a yellow and then sometimes it's more of like a forest green, you know, and yeah. then the layer yeah. of the violet with it, which is just so, so beautiful. Yeah, but that's it. I sort of think of it almost like, is it chlorophyll? The stuff you get in plants is something yeah. really plant-like yeah. about it. And like plants... The green in the in the spring, that really bright green, it can be like that, or it can be like that darker mm-hmm. green, like evergreens mm-hmm. and fir trees. So it's like it's really, it's all, all you know. What's yeah, interesting plants. is, do you remember you and I had a conversation a while back when we first started uh, working with the the spirals, and I started I first started working with you with Sarah's energy, and um, the is it is she is she Celtic goddess? I know she was Irish, maybe. Airmid, 
had started making herself known. Um, it's A-I-R-M-I-D, Airmid. And it was like simultaneous, Sarah Airmid. And I felt like I shared something with you. Um, she was part of the Tuatha. I don't know if you say this pronounced the Tuatha. Yay. And she was in charge Yay. of the plant in Nature Kingdom. She worked with herbs. And there's something that's actually written, um, like kind of like the a codex. Uh, and it's called the Codex of Airmed. And it is all about coming back to earth coming back to plants and the herbs and the essences for healing, which is very interesting because Sarah does have this mother nature, like uh, feel about her at times, although it's different. It's not, you know? So I don't know. I, I just found that very fascinating. And there was a similarity there. Yeah, that was, that reminded me, someone sent me, um, Thing about the coronavirus this week um it was a video someone had made an english woman saying about this book called kitchen <laughs> medicine um it's on amazon and i think i might get it actually and it was like you know it's got simple things that you can get in your kitchen for like healing and this one was like to make an onion poultice to like chop up an onion get the juices out put it in a tea towel and put it on your lungs yeah well yeah, not on, on your, your lungs obviously on your <laughs> chest if you've, got, if, you've got, if you've got pneumonia and because you know like it's very um not anti-inflammatory what's the word I'm looking for it fights viruses and bacteria mm -hmm. onions and garlic you know she, she had pneumonia and and she found that it started to really really help like within minutes and it was because I know you get there's a lot of things going around about oh you know it will help with this and help with that and there you know people find out they're a fake but that one I was like yeah oh I like that you know it will irritate you, a lot of people's skin, she said. But I figured that I would deal with that later because yeah, I really needed that's, to that's breathe. That's amazing. Um, yeah. I've actually I've heard um, different uh, folk remedies, or you know, uh, that you just if somebody's ill, you know, let's say they have a fever or something, and in the old days they would slice up an onion and just keep it in the room because then the onion the onion would turn black, and yeah. that's how you knew it was like absorbing yeah. the negative energies. And people, I think, would even put them in their socks. That's it. Slices of onions. And oh, socks, nice. You know, if you think in terms of like a foot detox, how it pulls out those, um, yeah. is it the different ions? Is that what it is? I don't know if I'm saying the right words. But um, it pulls out all the gunk and stuff. That's how the onion acts in the same fashion. So um, herbs and plants yeah. are coming up a lot. And um, it's, it, again, it goes in hand in hand with what I was saying about us being shown how to come back to earth, come back to self. So that lots of meditation is happening. Lots of reflection is happening. We're doing things that are more, we're being more aware of our body, but what we're doing is we're, we're, we're searching for ways to heal ourselves naturally on our own, not just with plants yeah. and herbs and remedies, but also with um, movement like yoga like, um, you know, dancing and being outside and connecting with earth. We are looking for ways to calm even anxiety um, in our own, you know, mudras are really, really big right now. And uh, lots of people are becoming more and more aware and, and wanting to work with them. And um, my partners and I over at Oracles of the Light, we include a mudra in our monthly newsletters every month that really goes with the theme. And just doing something very, very simple 
with your hands is so powerful. So I. What's the, what's the mudra for this um, month then? Can you remember it? I don't remember the mudra for this month off the top of my head, but one that's been coming to me all day today since you kept saying anxiety over and over again is one that's called, it's one of my favorites because it's so easy for, because mudras can be really simple, but they could also be really complex. Um, And so it's the easiest one that I remember. And I give it out to my clients um, most frequently. It's called the boo mudra, B-H-U. And it is targeted towards the root chakra at the base of your spine, which is connected to fear, stability, protection, anxiety. Um, And so what it does is it is, it's very simple. So all you do is like, you're going to make a peace sign, but then actually keep your fingers, keep your fingers together. Right. So then what you do, if you're sitting down, you just put both of your hands down to your tips of the fingers are touching the floor. And if you are standing, you just do the same thing. You just stand and direct your hands down at your sides. And you just close your eyes and you just take a nice deep breath in. And when you release, you blow the breath out of your mouth. But envision all that excess energy, all that fear coming out of the tips of your fingers, being directed down into Mother Earth. And you're giving over anything that is excess and what you don't need. And then you do this three more times minimum, breathing in and breathing out. And you can increase the breathing for, you know, if you want to do it six times, if you want to do it nine times, however many times you feel like you need to really fully ground, but you're creating a channel with your fingers, with your awareness and your intention, and you're channeling that energy right back down into earth. And it's linking with your root chakra, which is also aligning your root back down to earth. Because when people experience anxiety, it's usually in the heart center. And this overabundance of energy creates a block in your root, which stops you from linking into earth and grounding. So all that energy just keeps rushing up to the higher chakras. So doing this, you're just pushing it all back down. And it really does bring you back down into center. That right. was so grounding. Just like that pointing your fingers down is like you've just made this connection with the earth. And it's like, I just mm-hmm. felt myself go. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite one. Like it's like you get too much up here, don't you? It's like there's too much going on. You and get once you start experiencing like, anxiety, oh, 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 oh. you're no longer really in your body. You're really all up out here, you know, and you're, 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 you're no longer focused. And you are no longer able to really fully see, see truth because you're outside of your body floating around. Once you do that, it really brings you back down into your body and it does enable you to really see truth and see clearly beyond. Because once you go into anxiety, you start to, the fear that triggers it, it all, it creates illusion in what can seem really real. So yeah, it's a perfect, really simple one. It's my favorite one for anxiety and for grounding. But there are so many more. And like I said, we, we had them. We, we gave out one this, this month. And I don't know why. I'm just completely drawing a blank. But probably because uh, we're supposed to work with that because one. Of... Yeah, because we need to hear this one because it's just, that's fantastic. I'll be adding that to my toolbox. And because so that, you know, like I said, I've been doing these things that I know I need to. 
I'm noticing when I'm stressed and I'm stopping and I'm doing something about it. Yeah. Like, wow, <laughs> look at me. Yeah. Oh, that's do, wonderful. You know? long may this continue it's like like I've been practicing to do all these things all my life I mean I was I, I started training to be a psychiatric nurse when I was 23 I'm be 50 this year I've you know learned so many different types of therapy I've had so many different types of therapy I've sat in groups and had healing you know like many of us we've done so many different types of things and just finally it feels like I mean I'm not saying I'm suddenly like perfect or anything because that's not the point anyway is it like don't want to be anyway but um yeah it's like some things just well what's really fascinating mm. that I that I found out today actually was um so I'm very cognizant of the full moon and the new moon very very big times um and just being very in flow with the moon cycles is so important for us as humans, because again, as above, so below. And the moon does have an incredibly huge impact on us and our emotional state. So when you understand what phase the moon is in, it helps you to understand what you should work on within yourself or within your life. We are moving into the new moon on Wednesday, and that is on the 22nd. So the new moon is a time ordinarily for rebirth because it is the moon being reborn again. And it's all about planting new seeds of what your goals are for the coming cycle. So you think in terms of just new moon to new moon. So every month you have a new moon, every month you have a full moon. So we're moving into this time again of get ready to plant your seeds now. Work towards what you're releasing because you, you know, what this past month has taught you and how can you now start to plan to plant your seeds for what you want to see grow and nurture in your life? What do you want to create? So, however, every month or every couple of days, the moon moves into a new sign, just like every month, the sun moves into a new sign. No coincidence that both the moon and the sun are going to be in the sign of Taurus on, to, on Wednesday. Tor now what does Taurus represent? Taurus to me is like mother earth energy. It's mother nature. You know, even though it's represented by the sign of the bull, so it does come with that territory, the stubbornness planted in the earth. Uh Taurus is also ruled by the plant by the um the planet Venus, which is divine love. So relationships as well, family. Um, not just romantic, but, you know, family, friendships. So this is a time to sit with how can we, how can we nurture and reinvent our family life, our relationships, uh, our relationship with self. So very much about divine love there. But also being that Taurus is ruled by the element of earth. It is also all about connecting with earth. Taurus loves to be amongst nature. They are literally like uh, a little bull. I see a bull with like flowers and plants all surrounding it. So coming back to nature is going to be heightened because now we have the sun, which is our ego, the masculine. And then we have the moon, which is our intuitive nature, our nurturing nature, more feminine. So these are both aligned in Venus with Taurus there. So plant 
are really coming up. We're talking about you know, what we can do to, to work with healing on ourselves or how to help ourselves. Plants and herbs are coming up really in a big, big way. People are feeling guided to start herb gardens and get outside and start planting flowers. And I myself have been intuitively hearing herbs almost on a weekly basis that want to work with my body. And it's blowing my mind because that's never happened before. So I am drinking dandelion tea once a day. It's so, you can make your own out of dandelions, um, but you can also go online and get like organic dandelion root and drink it in tea. It's very powerful for um, working against inflammation, which does come up with bronchial and, you know, uh, congestion and things like that. But it's also a really powerful immune booster too, immunity booster. Um, elderberry is another one that's been coming up for me to work with. And I started hearing a word called spirulina and I had no idea what that was. I honestly didn't. I thought it was like a fake sugar, like Splenda. <laughs> and I was like, what is this word I keep hearing? And I kept forgetting to look it up. I went to the grocery store and there was this green pressed juice, awful color green. Doesn't look like you want this in your body, <laughs> but I was drawn to it. And I said, oh, I want to get this. And my daughter was like, ew, no, don't get it. But I picked it up. I looked at the ingredients on the back. And sure enough, spirulina was the first one. And that's, um, it's an algae. It's a, a, a probiotic for people who don't know. It is like a probiotic, um, an algae that you can actually take and ingest that works with producing good bacteria in your stomach. So really good for digestive and moving along, which I don't know, I'm talking and talking, but I feel like it's really important that we are coming back to earth. And I do feel like the astrological influences right now are promoting that. That makes sense. I do. I do, well, I do think you get drawn towards like what you need. I mean, like all of us, you know, yeah. not just you personally, but like, but like all of us. And I can remember a time where I took spirulina, I've never seen it as a liquid. I guess it's probably maybe coming through in a fresher way if you get it in a liquid. I used to have it like, you know, dried, pressed into tablets. And I got Hawaiian spirulina. It's like, oh, it's got that energy. It's got that energy of Hawaii. And I, and I really love taking it. But I don't think I knew it was a probiotic. I just knew, yeah, yeah I got to have and it's that fascinating green stuff. Like I said, I've never heard of it. And just to, I'm suddenly hearing it and I'm saying it out loud. And what is this? I got to look this. Is this a word? I got to look this up. Sure enough. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, so yeah, I did see it in, it's mostly in powder form, like you said. Um, and you can get it and you can sprinkle the powder, but you could also get it in a capsule. But I guess what they did was they, and it, that's the green color. That's the weird green color that was in the drink. So, um, but yeah, it tastes, it tastes amazing. <laughs> Whatever was in there. I think, I think you're going to turn into a herb woman. I completely. am. I am. I'm, I'm taking, um, I actually signed up to talk about self-study and things. And now just as we teach, we also go back to being a student again. And so I'm being guided to um, actually uh, take an astro herbalism course. So it is the heaven and earth between astrology and plant medicine and understanding um, disease at the astrological and then how it links into plants, which can, if you understand the astrological association with a plant, you understand how you can work with healing someone's disease, if you will, or 
dis-ease, I should say. I just, I just no, got go to mention ahead. something funny. I'm sorry, it's completely nothing to do with what you're talking about. But like my friend Annette, who's watching, she said to me the other day, she said, it was really good light. There wasn't any shadows or anything across you. And I can see right now, I've got a shadow there. And I'll tell you why, it's because I've got Snow White and the Seven Dwarves <laughs> sitting on my windowsill. <laughs> I can see them in the background. My mum used to do it. My mum used to do it all the time. And it's like, this is a little dwarf's head here. <laughs> window because you know this thing about putting teddies in the window for the kids they're all like like that like looking at the kids can see them when they oh, go past funny. in the park yeah like, really now I see it really notice yes. now that I've got a a door comb you have a, on my head you have a door phone you have a door phone your head <laughs> <laughs> that's funny we have quite a few oh, oh I've got a I've got a t- I've got a little, little thing that I want to say just so you can go, ooh, because I went swimming in the fjord you this morning. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at the temperature in Fahrenheit because otherwise I can't <laughs> impress all you American people. Yeah, because if you say Celsius, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'll say the number and then they won't go, ooh. But I went, my friend, so my friend Hannah, she goes every day. And I've wanted to do this for ages. But, you know, I've had a lot of health problems over the last few years. I just haven't felt like energetic enough. And I'm just getting to the point now. I thought, oh, I can do it now. I'm feeling well enough. And I was like, I didn't think about it too much. I'm really good at like going into denial. <laughs> so I said I would go. And then I managed to sort of shut it off into a corner of my mind where I couldn't think about it and I've never tried anything like this and I didn't check out the water temperature or anything but it was like eight to ten degrees which is about 46 wow. degrees okay, Fahrenheit. That's cold. And I, it's cold it's cold I was thinking it's March oh, now how goodness. cold can it be oh, wow. <laughs> was it cold It was cold. It was cold. And I'm a real comfort queen. Do you know what I mean? If I'm going to swim in the sea, I'd really like it to be the Pacific (laughs) in Hawaii. That would be ideal. (laughs) But I will go in anyway because I just love the sea. I love, I love, I've definitely Mm. had an incarnation as a mermaid. I just love being in the sea and I'm crazy about dolphins and whales and and all that stuff. But yeah, I went in, I went in like for a quick dip twice and then my whole skin felt like it had like I don't know like little electrical oh. shocks or pins and needles all over it it was really wow. really weird I never felt anything like that before I've been doing this I've been doing this um I keep posting it on my my profile I've been doing this Metatron life they're doing these like getting you used to the energy of the coronavirus to get you see if they like energetically your immune system can wake up to it and they do this thing where they go, like, imagine all of your skin and imagine, like, your whole immune system is waking up, like, it's in your whole body, it's under your skin. And and I just had this feeling of, like, wanting to go into this really cold water mm-hmm. and that it would, like, Jolt you. wake my immune system. I mean, I think that's fascinating. I don't know if it, if it No, will. I think it's fascinating because I do feel like there are things and triggers that actually are not 
a coincidence. It's like divinely orchestrated for us to go in and have this like jolt and shock to our system. And it does kind of feel like what you're talking about, how with what you've already been working with, and then you felt guided to go do this and you haven't done this before. Um, I think that's fascinating. I really do. This whole coronavirus thing that's been happening, I'll tell you something really quickly. Um, Speaking, following up on that, um, months ago, I was uh, right before all of this got really bad. It was probably beginning of January, January. I'm in the grocery store and I'm shopping and I have a hand on my, my shopping cart and on our shopping carts, we have like a little um, square rectangle advertisement area where, you know, local businesses can put their advertisings on their groceries, on the grocery checkout, the shopping carts. So I'm walking and I'm checking out, I have a hand on the edge and it happened to just be right on that little advertisement where there's the tiny, teeny little crack that opens up. Nothing can really get in there, but apparently something did because I suddenly felt a jolt to my hand and it was unbearable. And it was only the only thing that I could equate it to was a wasp because it stung and it just kept right on stinging and intensifying after I pulled my hand away. Now I'm in January in the grocery store in a checkout line and it made zero sense that a a wasp would even be out at that time. But apparently the queens stay living throughout the winter months, hiding queens in a dark area where they can't be disturbed until it's time for them to reemerge. So sure enough, that still hurts me to this day. And when I asked, okay, so I'm very connected to nature. I'm very connected to animals and insects. And I know everything is a message. So I kind of sat with that and I asked, you know, what is that about? Why did I get stung? And I heard activation. It was activating my DNA. And I thought that's very strange. I'll, I'll accept it, but I need more information. Shortly after that, I started getting guided to start being, bringing my awareness into my cells to start illuminating my cells with light, just envisioning like golden restorative or even like holy fire type of light and filling my cells with them. And it was the reason that I was getting it was to boost my immunity. But at this time, I had no idea why that was necessary. I didn't know anything about that. You know, nothing was coronavirus related yet that we were aware of. So all of this chain of events with building my immune system, I have to wonder why. Yeah, and preparing your light body as well. It's like all to, it's all one thing. This is what's happening with everybody, isn't it? It's really interesting to, to hear you say that. Before I forget, there's a homeopathic remedy called APIS, A-P-I-S. But years ago, Josh, my eldest, he, he got stung. We had a loft and it had, you know, when you ever opened the, the trap, because it wasn't like a room up there. It was just things stored dead wasps and things would always fall out and he managed to put his hand on the stairs and it was dead but it stung him and then he got really bad hives from it because like Josh was really allergic he reacted really really badly and apis is good okay. for stings it helps your body like deal with things so if I'll you get if up. you get some of that Thank that you. might that might help. is it something that you take internally yeah, yeah. or you put it on yeah homeopathic there they're just like you get a tablet and like okay. so you would take one yeah, a day it it, it really got me boy for and a couple it, of days. it kept intensifying for a while afterwards like it was building the energy was building or something the pain yeah. 
And then um, it really bothered me for a couple of weeks yeah. afterwards. It was really like right here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you might get a cream or something. Yes. Just see what you can get. But homeopathic remedies, they're the ones that they don't have any of the original substance left. They make a copy of it with water and then they keep proving it over and over. Yeah. But it's like, I love homeopathy and I've had wonderful homeopath for years in England and I still Skype her every now yeah. and then and go, help oh, me, Mandy, help me. It's not a big thing in Denmark. But she, yeah, she was the one. She said, oh, give him some apis, Rachel. And it just went. It's like all his reaction, really allergic reaction. Great information. It Thank you. It's like, yeah. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. but that but so so when you were saying that I was thinking about so you know where I live there's all these different springs and like energy points there's a spring in a place where the, I mean there's these points just in the town where like in the parts where all these springs come up together and they all have different energies and there's one that sort of comes up in the bottom of this field and it comes up a bit where it's like wildflowers growing and you get loads of bees. And I went there somewhere around this time last year or April, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's April now, isn't it? I'm just thinking it was warm, so maybe it was May. <laughs> and I made an essence out of it. And when I was drawing the labels, because I got an urge to give it to a few people that I knew, I drew this bee on it. And it was like golden energy, and I called oh, it wow. the activator. <laughs> and it was like I could tell, and I was using it at the time. It was for people who were ready to go like up to the next thing, and like it was to help them like open up and embrace it. Because, no. like you say, you know, change is not easy. It takes a lot of energy, and but it's just when mm. you, especially the golden and the bees, and yeah. it just sad. Energy that's like amazing that's in that and confirmation for us both I think you see how we do that <laughs> we do that <laughs> I know I know that's why I love having these conversations with you Jamie because so much of this like happens because well I sort of had a bit of a lesson in this this week but and it was a lesson I wrote something on Facebook and then someone was a bit scathing about it and I'd shared a personal experience but then I had to go away and like oh. sit with it because it had upset me so much. You know, I knew it was touching on a wound and it was like, I need to, I need to look at this. And, um, the, you know, when we were talking last week, I was saying, you know, I am naturally quite sceptical. And this person was being quite sceptical towards my experience. And I thought, hmm, has there ever been a time where I have treated oh. myself like this? And I was like, Mm. <laughs> yes actually I've treated myself like this a lot not so much now but really badly in the past and and I was like and when I was doing it it seemed quite reasonable <laughs> because we live mm. in a society that's very skeptical and very you know scientific and rationalistic and that sort of attitude is almost justified and socially acceptable to like rubbish people's mm. intuitions or psychic impressions and and it was so clear to me that I've been doing this to myself and that it's not okay, actually. It's not a nice thing. It's, I could see it when someone else was doing it to me. That's not very nice. But it almost seemed like when I was doing it to myself that that was somehow quite reasonable. 
And so I was like, you know, I made a like a commitment to myself to to really make an effort not to do that anymore. I can't remember why did I start. I'm not telling sure you why this? you. I get that, but I. But I think I, I think I, I understand intuitively why you started that conversation, because it's always like we do this with one another. You will lead a conversation that I'm meant to talk about and then it works itself in somehow, or I will lead the conversation that you're meant to talk about and it weaves itself in. That was it. That was the point I wanted to make was we do the opposite of what I'm talking about. Our process together is we illuminate each other and empower each other and this when we made this you know had this idea for this group that was what I thought I thought we all come together mm-hmm. and we do and that's this the point of why we started other, evolving you know? into the cosmic heart because oh, yeah. yeah 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 and, and again that's why I thought that was so perfect that that actually happened that that person was, you know, but the trigger, sure it wasn't the trigger that bad, was there, really. And, but you know, and it was needed. Sometimes and sometimes, and that's it's it's kind yeah. of the way that we explain yeah. like nightmare dreams. You know, it has to feel scary or feel like it hurts your feelings in order for you to notice. Because if it didn't, you would probably push it off to the side and not really get down into dissecting. Okay, the why. You know, why did this happen? Why did I feel that way? And you're right. You know. Um, I think that it's it's fantastic that you are starting because I know when we first started this too, you were like, well, I kind of I'm not really an opinionated person. I haven't been that person to put my, you know, my words out there. But I feel like that's why we're here. You know, that's what, you know, people like you and I are are, are we're meant to share our opinions even as out of this world as they might seem definitely not going to resonate and they might ruffle some feathers and trigger other people. Because that's also why we're here, to trigger them. And they might not get that. They might just ride with that and say, this is wrong. Or it may trigger them and provoke them into thinking outside the box a little bit more. And today, I pulled cards today for myself and Throat yeah, Chakra exactly. was one of them. As well as the dolphins and the whales. So I do feel like we are receiving um, some activations or some healing with our throat chakras to step fully into our, um, to express ourselves here. And crown chakra was one of them that came out with it. So what we receive, we are meant to express and communicate Mm -hmm. for others. So no coincidences at all. No, I feel like I've had about 20 years of like coming out of my throat chakra because, you know, the reality (laughs) is I am a very opinionated person. I have so many opinions, but I've not shared them, you know, or I've kept them locked up or, but I do have a lot of Libra in my chart. So, you know, there has been that very like, let's just keep this nice and not ruffle any feathers. And, but I think it is something about coming into my chromedom now because I'm definitely sort of moving into that phase of being a crone. And one thing, especially Danish older women, they really don't mind speaking their minds. <laughs> and I've been watching them and thinking, <laughs> Maybe I don't want to say it exactly that way. And, and there I'm, you go. And it's all about <laughs> you know? of 
and actually I was telling my son that yesterday because he was having um, an issue with someone in specific who was doing something to, to bother him and he was really angry about it. And my son is a Taurus, by the way, and his birthday is this week in the, um, the whole Taurus sun and moon transit here is interesting, but um, he was having an issue and I said, you can absolutely express yourself. He didn't want to because he didn't want to hurt his feelings, the other person. And I said, but you know what? It's not about not... It's not about you saying what you, it's not one or the other. It's not black and white. You can absolutely respect yourself by honoring your communication. You don't, throw, you don't shut your throat chakra down, communicate it, but you can say it with accessing your heart at the same time in a compassionate way. So finding the balance in way, I guess, in the way that we express ourselves is important. Yeah, and I don't want to make it sound like Danish women are awful. <laughs> I don't think that. I've got really, to be honest, got really lovely there's friends. There's not a crone that lovely I people. don't know I love them very that much. does not freely express themselves. Not in an awful way, but they speak their minds. And I think the, that's because it comes from ancient memories of ancient cultures where the crone was revered as the wise one, as the ones that everyone else went to because they had life experience to share and they could speak from experience. So I think that's where it comes from. Not, and I don't, I don't see it is, is in a bad way. I just feel like they have something to say. No. And I have no, I have known women like that in England, but I have to say they're more like at Findhorn or at Glastonbury. Well, I, I grew up, I don't think that was the culture but it made people like women bitter and sort of because uh, they because you have to get those words out otherwise mm. if they're repressed mm. they stay inside you and poison you I think I think I think the crones they're the ones that will say what nobody else will say there's too you know frightened to say and mm. um yeah we need those words yeah, we need those absolutely. we need those interesting conversations words, so, um, Is there anything else we should say um, before we finish today, do you think? I feel like just touching on everything that we've discussed today, this week maybe, people just being more aware of the energies that are going on, you know, and what all of the energy is meant to trigger within us, what the uh, eventual point is. And it's really for us to come back into our own power, our own truth and how we come into our power is by recognizing that we have the ability to help ourselves. Yes, there are times we do need actual outside energies to assist us like doctors and whatnot. But for a lot of the things that we struggle with on a day to day, I think it's important that we understand the way that the universe is flowing, the planets are bringing and triggering all of this stuff. So remember that at the end of the day, we are power. We are divine. We are co-creators here and on earth and use this energy and these difficult times to not see the difficulty, but see the, what is it pushing you into the pressure of the diamond? You know, what are you being pushed into doing and work with that energy and the new moon? Yeah. And the new moon is all about the birth, new, new beginnings. What do you want to see? Oh yeah. 
that's what I wanted to mention before I go. Um, so I think the new moon is Thursday for us here because we're a little bit ahead of you. And on Thursday, I'm doing my second Dreaming the World into Being um, Facebook Live. And that's just where we come together as a group. Yeah, and that's why I did it on the new moon. It's for us, like, especially where we are at the moment, it's to dream. It's kind of tune in to what we feel is wrong in the world. And then you tune into the polar opposite of that and say, this is what I'm, you use those emotions. This is what I'm dreaming into being. And we work with like a special like chakra point in the body. But yeah, I'm doing that on Thursday. So that's Earth Ascension Clearing. Earth Ascension Clearing. Okay. And we'll share that page here on Evolving into the Cosmic Heart so that you can easily find that for anybody who wants to participate. Sounds like a wonderful, wonderful, productive thing to do, harnessing this energy. Also, the 22nd, Wednesday, is Earth Day. So look at how amazing it's all lining up there, you know, for us to really... Be connecting and, and at the end of the day, Mother Earth is us and we are her just as we are the cosmos and the universe. So, yeah, beautiful. I can remember hearing some really great people talk on, on Earth Day last year. I don't know if it was some conference or something I found, but really interesting conversations going yeah, on. Yeah, so, so and, and that's maybe also a great thing before we leave out of here <laughs> is to let everybody know that it is Earth Day on Wednesday and every day should be Earth Day, but it brings more mindfulness. What is it that you could do with the energy of this new moon to do something productive for Mother Earth and helping some way, whether it's feeding the birds, whether it's cleaning up garbage in your neighborhood, what what is it that you could do to help or even if it's just coming together and healing and joining in with Rachel and helping to do the polar opposite of what is coming up at this time to birth new energy for Mother Earth and for all of us. So, Jamie, thank you for another great thank conversation. You. And I have to admit that last <laughs> week after we finished, me and Jamie talked for another 35 minutes. We did. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to, hard to stop us from going, but I am going to I am going to stop now and um, wish you all a happy week. We and, and we'll be yeah, back. So blessings, next everybody. Monday have a at the same time. Week and, you know, thank you for being here. Happy Earth Day. Yeah. Happy Earth Day.